I did the intro last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Bruh is a Murder. This is another episode brought to you by your fabulous host. I'm Alex. Oh, <laughs> fabulous now. We're fabulous, all right? We're f- I'm Alex Acevedo. I'm Andre Matthews. And uh, Bruh is a Murder is a true con podcast that cases. Also, we give you a mix of some good music. And also some crappy pastas. Uh, you know, the little mini episodes you guys have been enjoying. Well, they're not meant to be enjoyed, but if you enjoy them, thank you. I mean, if people listen to them, like, a good... We have, like, a good, like, maybe a hundred listeners, like, that, you know, tune in. So, you know, I, I appreciate it. Where you get that number from? All over, okay? All over. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <clears throat> All right, so... <laughs> Who uh, who started? Oh, what's going on? What's with going you? on, with me? Uh, still unpacking at the moment. I'm about to move into the house we just bought. Uh, I'm excited, but uh, since we're going away, I won't even get to live in the home that I just bought for a whole year. So, <laughs> well, it's what? It's not a whole year. It's like eleven. Well, it's months. close to a year, you know. And then when we get back, we still have to like um, you know, de, you know, all the other stuff. So it's still going to take a little bit longer. So it might be close to a month. You don't know. What's the what's the word? Is demo, demo yeah, that's I guess. It. Yeah. Right. Anyway, because there's yeah. primo and then there's demo. Yeah, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah. But uh, you know, with the baby on the way and stuff, this will be good. Baby. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, she's also pregnant too. So that's another thing. <laughs> this is something. You should have told me off air. <laughs> well, it's like we get to—I get to get your surprise in here too. You know what I mean? Like, look at it. Yeah, let's was... catch you, catch you off guard there. That's her... <laughs> not the process. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's one of the reasons I got this four-bedroom house is that she's pregnant, and hopefully, when I get back, I'll have a three-month-old baby. So, all right, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking it back. <laughs> huh. Congratulations, <laughs> listeners! You now know everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> congratulations on the paternal hood let's hope everything goes well that's what that's what i'm across my fingers <clears throat> all right yeah so i, mean, I yeah. went first last time so who's gonna be the uh, guy i haven't figured it out yet we haven't discussed it we were discussing names and stuff and we got a couple names that we're thinking about but we haven't discussed godparents yet well, I think that's more of a pressing issue than names, because who care about the names? <laughs> Not a lot of no. people, but we'll fig- we're gonna we're gonna figure all the grand the 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 godparent things out. We got it. I just want to throw my name. <laughs> hey, it's like raising my hand over here. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Right. <laughs> You're definitely better candidate than Scaffo. So, <laughs> who? <laughs> Scaffo, Alex. I don't know that. Right? <laughs> anyway. Wait, what? What? Okay, we're going to talk about that off air, but... (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, I went first last time, so you go. Yeah, you did go first last time. (laughs) So, uh, my case is going to have to be a two-parter, because there's the case itself, and then there's, like, the question of, is this person actually innocent? (laughs) And it's a lot lot of information, and I'd rather break it up into two different episodes and try to dogpile it. I didn't know oh, that, so I'll go first since mine is like so small. Like it's not too, it's not like so so small, but it's like it's not a two parter. So let me go first, and then so that way the next time you'll go first, and I'll like complete it. You know what I mean? 
Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So my case this week is on LeVar Watson. And this story is kind of... His the name whom? is LeVar Watson. He would... Yeah. Okay. We first said it. It sounded like you said LeVar Watson, like a weird ro- it's like romantic sp- name. It's <laughs> spelled kind of weird. No no disrespect on him, but it's it's, it's like L-A-V-A-R, LeVar. But... Yes, yeah. I say this. I All right, more. so um, this is like I don't know if I have a trend. It's kind of like when I'm doing my cases, it's kind of either like uh, they're buying something online or something, and it has to do with like being careful. Well, this one has to do with being careful on who you date online. Now, Lavar Watson. Let me give you a little background about him. He was didn't you and Kate me on? Huh? Didn't you and Kate me? Yeah, online? we did actually. Yeah, my wife, me and my wife met on Tinder. <laughs> it worked out for the best. All right. So, LeVar Watson is a veteran of the U.S. Army, and he moved to Florida from New York. He was a lightweight, heavy, uh, a light heavyweight kickboxer champion and worked at Oase Pro USA in Daytona Beach. Now, there are two suspects in this case. One is Ashley Brookie Lavelli, and then the other is Stephen Raporian. Stephen Raporin was accused of killing LeVar Watson, 27, of Vallejo County on Christmas night in 2011. While Watson was on a date with Raporin's co-defendant, Ashley Brooke Lavelli, authorities believe Ashley Brookie Lavelli set up a movie date with LeVar Watson. Watson drove from Valencia County to meet Lavelli, and Lavelli agreed to give Raporin a ride in her car to Summerfield during the course of the date. So, okay, so she he went to go meet her for the date, and she was gonna drive to, to the, the yeah to date? the movies. I'm guessing. And she, first of all, if I'm meeting someone online, you're not giving a well, random friend. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm meeting you at the movies. Second of all, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And for, well, okay, no, first, first, first of all, who goes to movie dates anymore? <laughs> I'm, you know how fucking expensive, expensive. a movie date is. I'm going to the movie. Yeah, I want to go to the movie. And completely enjoy and digest. Not even just that, but like you're taking a girl to a movie on your first date. You not only are you don't get to talk to them the entire time and learn about them, but like you're you're creating no interaction between each other. You're just watching the movie, unless it's one of those things where when you're like fourteen, fifteen, when like me, I took a girl to movies and we didn't really watch the movies. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my teenage adolescence there, but they're not teenagers, so I'm guessing that wouldn't be. Like- I don't want. I don't want to think about 14 year old Acevedo. Oh, I didn't do that stuff. Oh no, no, no. That's that. None of that. I was talking about kissing. None, I didn't do none of that. I don't want to think about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, um, after the movie, the uh, so like after the movie, the two got into the woman's car. And he was sitting in the uh, Watson was sitting in the front passenger side of the vehicle, and Lavelle was driving towards Somerville, and Raporian was in the back seat on uh, Watson's side. Raporian showed Lavelle a phone message indicating he wanted to rob Watson. She nodded in agreement, and then Raporian is believed to have shot Watson in the back of the head. Woo! <laughs> Wait, so okay, the dude that she was co- like conspire like co. Co-conspirator, like I guess. Yeah, she was in the back seat of the car. Apparently, the whole time. yeah, that's what I'm. Th- that when they got out of the movies, did he go in the movies with them, or did he just chill in the car the entire time? Because that's creepy. You know, I'm, it sounds like he was just sitting in the back seat of the car. Yeah, that's something you should uh, you should take note of. Okay, okay, maybe okay, maybe he 
went into the backseat of the car when they went into the movie uh, theater. But then why would why would when he showed her the message, did she nod to him? Like he obviously had to reach up and show her the I message. Guess, yeah, I guess maybe the three of them were together the whole time. It could have been. That's so weird. Okay. Well, you know what? That's not too weird, though, because if you think about it, there's people who bring girls, bring other girls on dates with them to make sure, like, first dates online to make sure that they're not creepy people. Because why? when I was in North Carolina, my my wife would not like me telling this story. I hope she never hears it. I dated, I, I went on a date with this girl, and she brought her friends just in case I was some creep. You know, and then they left eventually, but they were there. I've had that happen, but they've always asked me to bring a mm. friend too. Yeah, so not like a weird third man situation. Because <laughs> if you tell me you're bringing a friend, it's like, all right, well, what if what if you two fucking Jesus. stab me? That's you know? crazy. <laughs> all right, so okay, where was I? Okay, together the co-defendants cleaned the car, but authorities found Watson's DNA on the revolver, which is the gun he used in the a also in the car and on an item in Raporian's garage. The man and woman fled the scene and went to get gas where they were eventually arrested. According to Ocelot.com... Oh, wait, so they just shot him and dumped yeah, the Yeah, I'll get road? to that part. Hold on. I'm almost there. Okay, Don't worry okay, about it. Okay. So, according to Ocelot.com, a 12-member jury... Ocelot. Uh, Ocelot. Not Ocelot. It's Ocelot.com. Anyway, according to Ocelot.com, a 12-member jury found 28-year-old Raporian not guilty in the murder of a U.S. Army war veteran and kickboxer in 2016. Lavelli, 23, charged her, uh, changed her plea on October 7th, 2014, uh, accepting 20 and a half years in prison for pleading, uh, for pleading no consent to second-degree murder. The plea bargain requires her her truthful testimony against Raporian. Lavelli told sheriff's detectives that Raporian fired several several shots into the back of Watson's head, killing him. She claimed she helped Raporian go through the victim's pockets, and Watson's body was found the next day off of Southeast 50, 51st Avenue in Summerfield. So, yeah, pretty much they robbed him. They shot him, robbed him, and then tossed him off the side of the, sh- into the street <coughs> in Summerfield. But these these are effective murderers. I mean, they they left so much evidence just, out there ready to be uh, grabbed up. If you're gonna kill someone, first off, you gotta get rid of that body. Apparently, then you gotta get rid of the weapon yeah. yourself. Well, I'm, I'm not the thinking they scene. meant to murder him because I'm thinking what happened is they went to rob him and Raporian was there and he had a gun and then he was the dude was refusing in the front seat because there's not a lot of information on what happened in the car, so. He could have been like struggling, He'd be like, "No, I'm not giving you my money." And then he could have been just pop, pop, pop them in the head. Uh, oh, well, okay. When you say in the head, my thought, my thought was, uh, dude was in the back seat of the car, and he's kind of put the gun to the back of the guy's head. Pretty much, the that's in the what front happened. Seat. Yeah, so it probably yeah. wasn't a struggle. He probably just put the gun to the back of his head could've and popped been, yeah. off. Okay, so <clears throat> where was I? Okay, so. <laughs> Oh man, my head. So, in closing arguments, let, atter- uh, let attorney Jose Baz asked the jury not to find his client guilty for mistakes sheriff's detectives made in collecting evidence from the scene. He pointed to evidence workers using the same gloves to deal with evidence, officials lying about facts, and evidence that they could not they could not trust. So basically, these the evidence workers were using the same gloves for everything, and that. 
That's just a bunch of cross-contamination. Right. I mean, even if you're working like McDonald's, you, you switch right. clubs. Right, and up, officials you know? are relying about the facts, so they call them on lies. Also happens at McDonald's oh a lot. We all know you we, you worked at McDonald's, okay? Let's move on. <laughs> the ice machine is always working. <laughs> it's never not working. I just don't feel like using it. And evidence they could not trust. So basically, they used the same gloves, they lied, and they just could not trust the evidence. So... Also, that a Lavelli manipulated men to do her evil deeds. He pointed out the fact that Raporian is nowhere to be seen when Lavelli used the victim's credit cards. At 7.26 p.m., the announcement came that the jury had reached a verdict. Not guilty. So, the man who technically pulled... A, a, like, this is a bra, is a murder. All over. This is Stephen Raporian. Definitely shot this man. I can't really say definitely, but... Oh, come on, he shot this man in the back of the head, and then he got off free. While Lavelli, you know, she goes to she goes to, she went to jail for twenty and a half years. So, <clears throat> well, because she he he should definitely be in jail too, but she did orchestrate it. But that dude who actually pulled the trigger should be serving time. Right. This is just it's honestly ridiculous. If anything, if anything, he should go in away for like manslaughter at least, or. <laughs> Like second. Well, apparently murder? they couldn't find any evidence that he like they found evidence that he did it, but it was all contaminated. So they really they couldn't use it. Oh, so yeah, they couldn't use any of the evidence. Yeah, he kind of just like slipped pretty away. Much. Then he yeah, got lucky. Pretty much that yep. bitch. When I first read this case, though, I read several, and like in my mind, when he she said she said he she shot several shots in the back of his head. I thought at first, like when at first glance, I thought it said several, like seven, like seven shots in the back of his head. And I was like, holy shit, this guy was popping off in the back of this guy's head. And I was like, what is the need for seven shots in the back of someone's head? And my my wife looks at me and she's like, that's just several, you idiot. And I was like, I love you. I was like, I love you. <laughs> I mean, several, well, several means like what? Between three and five? Uh, right? I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. I think the definition of several is like between three and five. Oh, Jesus. All right, so... But I'm not also good with numbers, so... so. like I said before, on the beginning, before I started this case, just be sh- be sure that this is the person you want to go on a date with when you go online, okay? People... Or also, just meet somewhere very public. Take your own car. Or, you know, at least get your own Uber. Don't get in these people's car. It's the first time you're meeting them. You know, bring a friend. Bring your mom. It doesn't matter. Just be safe, Okay. Yeah, just be safe. Be, be safe. safe out there. All right. So I guess we're going to take it into a break. We're going to go to a little break, and you can hear some fantastic music by some people. You know, insert artists here, and let's go to break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go All through. right. Oh, my God. I can hear it. Ew. Ew. You're pissing. I can hear it. You nasty fuck. I heard everything. Do you like true crime? Do you like horror? Did you just say yes to either of those questions? Then you'll probably love us. We are What's Blood Got to Do With It? Yep, we're a comedy-laden true crime and horror podcast hosted by two California sisters with a penchant for murder, mysteries, and the downright disturbing. Mm-hmm. I'm Brittany. And I'm Grace. And you can find us on your favorite listening apps such as Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or visit our website at www.whatsbloodgottodowithit.com. Love each other. Don't kill each other. Easy. 
Yo, girl, she I love the image of death. Too many bitches, they matches I wreck. Now look at the faces, I'm counting his bread. Been in the ditch and 10,000 on lead. Spin with no limit, no way I can rest. Bought some exclusives, my glasses high end. Rock all the diamonds, I let that shit dance. Diamonds on me look like broken glass. I don't play no games, I just bought it a jet. Tokyo drifting, they pullin' the bread. Goin' the fat, cause I know it's a state. So much money on the floor, I need a rate. She give me fake, bitch, wear it up. She wanna rate, she said I'm raw. Too much at stake, I said it all. Who's that nigga? That nigga is cross. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Do my thing, just want the money, so fuck the fame. Fuck out your niggas, just said that I'm lame. Y'all niggas is on the broke end of this train. I am just soaring like I am an airplane. Used to be broke, now I got a plain Jane. Young rich nigga, I'm so insane. I know I gotta get it, so I stay away. Cut through on niggas, you know I ain't playing. Had to go get it, you know what I'm saying. I'm with my niggas, you know this gang. That's why your bitch, she in love with my name. She doing ass, so I'ma go bang. Bottom red net like vampire things. Fuck it so good, she pulling my chain. She left in the morning, she walked in the rain. Pull up in the rain. That white stay So many gates run every which way Million stakes, make sure that I'm paid Yo bitch on my wave, she loving my place Yo girl she I love you, me to death Too many bitches they measures I read Now look at the faces, I'm counting the bread Been in the ditch and I let Still with no limit, no way I can wreck Bought some exclusive, my glass is high end Rock all the diamonds, I let that shit in Diamonds on me look like broken glass I don't play no games, I just bought it a jet Tokyo drifting, they pull it in the break Going up fat, cause I know it's a stake So much money on the floor, I need a rate She give me fake, bitch with it all She want a rate, she said I'm raw Too much at stake, I said it all Who is that nigga, that nigga it cost Back. Yeah, yeah, dude, I heard you. I heard every like ounce of stream that came out of your fucking. I heard like every like this microphone you're using is ridiculous. I heard you piss clear, clear. Like I thought you were peeing right in front of the microphone. Like it, I was you're like, welcome. what the fuck? <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, let's get back into the show. You better not put that in the show. That's so weird, man. Oh no, I'm not gonna put the fact that you heard That's me so peeing fucking in the show. Weird. And we're back. All right. <laughs> yeah so like i said before my case is a two-parter because it's just a lot of fucking information mm. there's an initial huh, like quadruple murder a dude who has an extensive criminal history who was arrested for it but he may not have done it so on this first part i'm gonna cover the murder itself and who this person is and uh so as a first parter, I'm gonna title it the Chino Hills Murders. Bum bum bum. bum, bum, bum. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> so, on the morning of June 5th, 1983, Bill Hughes arrived to a semi-rural home in Chino Hills, California, where his 11-year-old son Christopher had spent the night. Inside, he found Douglas and Peggy Ryan, their 10-year-old daughter Jessica, and oh, his God. own son all dead. They had been chopped with a hatchet, sliced with a knife, and stabbed with an ice pick. So it was like kind of super fucking overkill. Josh Ryan, the eight-year-old son of Douglas and Peggy, had survived. Yeah, his throat had been cut. Mrs. Ryan's purse was in plain sight on the kitchen counter, 
but there was no money was taken out. So it obviously wasn't a robbery. Yeah, but up there. Uh, the family station wagon was also gone, and it was discovered seven days later in Long Beach, California, which is about 50 miles away from Chino Hills. The, uh, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department deputies who responded to the call identified a man by the name of Kevin Cooper as a likely killer. He had admittedly hidden out in a vacant house next door, at, which was about like 125 yards away. He hid there for like two days, and we'll get to the reason why he was hiding there. Uh, he had made re repeated calls from this house to two female friends asking for money and help to escape, but they refused. Uh, Cooper testified later at a trial that he had left the house as soon as it got dark on June 4th and had hitchhiked to Mexico. It was established that Cooper checked into a hotel in Tijuana about 130 miles south of Chino Hills at uh, 4.40, like, you know, 4.30 something on June 5th. So he's saying he wasn't even in the area when the murders had happened. He was already on his way to Mexico. Uh, there, Cooper befriended an American couple who owned a sailboat. He hitched a ride on the boat from the crew members cruising to the Bahamas. No, sorry. He hitched a ride on the boat uh, with a crew member cruising to Baja, South California coast. Seven weeks later, while staying on a couple's boat, Cooper was accused of raping a woman on a boat dock nearby. While visiting the sheriff's office to report the crime, the rape victim saw a wanted poster with Cooper's face on it and identified him as the rapist and as the man who was wanted. This fucking so, crazy motherfucker. Let's do a little background, you know, thing on Cooper himself. Cooper is a crazy person. Cooper born <laughs> Kevin Cooper was born Richard Goodman on June January 8th, 1958, near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. When he was two months old, his mother placed him up for adoption, an orphanage, because she just didn't want him anymore. At the age of six months, he was adopted by Melvin and Esther Cooper, who renamed him Kevin Cooper. As a child. As a child. Where was that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. My phone like vibrated. <laughs> As a child, Kevin Cooper was subjected to physical abuse and ran away from his home numerous times. As an, as an adolescent, he was sent to juvenile custody for numerous things. He kept going back and forth to juvie. Uh, Cooper has an extensive criminal past that included rape and burglary, aside from the rape and possible murders that he already committed. Uh, he was sentenced to a one to two year prison term in 1977 for burglarizing a home in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Cooper later stipulated in court to ki uh, kidnapping and raping a minor female who interrupted him during a burglary in Pennsylvania. Over the next five years, he was convicted and sentenced to jail twice for burglaries and was released on probation in 1982. In late 1982, Cooper fled to California after escaping from a Pennsylvania psychiatric facility. In California, Cooper was soon convicted of two burglaries in Los Angeles, and then he began serving a oh four-year sentence under the name David Turderman. I think I'm saying that right? Yeah, so he gave a fake name and went to jail as that. At the uh, California Institute of Men, aka the CIM, in Chino on April 29th, 1983. There, he was assigned to a minimum security section. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he wasn't really that heavily watched, even because he went to jail for burglary. So, he wasn't like a supermax. On uh, June 2nd, 1983, Cooper climbed through a hole Good in job. his prison no, wait, hold on, wait. and walked away from oh, the prison across Good the job. open field. Small claps. Small claps for the, uh, the justice system. That's like just out of a scene from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> for when like the they fence was taken down for yeah, repairs and everyone was like, oh hey, the fence is down. So oh, we all just like God. walked out. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking swimming. 
Alright, so on Cooper's motion, the court changed the venue of the trial from San Bernardino County to San Diego Court. Cooper pled guilty to the, to the charge of escape from prison because, exactly. yeah, you fucking escape. How are you outside if you didn't escape from prison? You can't really plead not guilty to that. In a video testimony, Josh Ryan said the evening before the murders, just before the family left for uh, Blade Barbecue, three Mexicans came to the house looking for work. Ryan did not identify the killer, but said in the audio tape with his treating psychiatric, you know, person there, psychiatrist, that he saw the back of a single man attacking his mother. Ryan told the sheriff that he thought three men had done it because, quote, I thought it was dumb. And, you know, like they stopped it at night. But he didn't actually see three people during the incident. And a reminder, Ryan was one of the, I think the survivor, the whole survivor of the whole incident. So basically he was saying he, there was three Mexican men who showed up to the house early that night. And right. he only saw one person attacking and assumed that it must be these three Mexican dudes. Because he didn't see the face of the person who did it. Uh, Cooper testified in his own defense. He admitted to escaping from uh, CIM. He admitted to hiding out and sleeping in Elise's home, which is like right next to their home, but denied committing the murders or being in the Ryan's house. Cooper said he left Elise's house on foot, hitchhiked, stole a purse, and eventually made his way to Mexico. The defense pointed out that the inc- the uh, the defense pointed out inconsistencies in Ryan's testimony presented evidence of other events apparently not involving Cooper that might have had something to do with the killings and presented an expert witness that criticized the forensic investigations. A jury convicted Cooper of four counts of first degree murder and one count of attempted murder with the intention to inflict great bodily injury and then impose a death penalty. There was also a stipulation entered during the platen phase of Cooper's uh, trial. Uh, Quote, Kevin Cooper was the man who abducted blank minor female on October 8th, 2018 from the Heath resident, raped her and uh, kidnapped Jesus. her and later raped her in Frock Park. Basically, they're pulling up his past to say that he, he's done violent, horrible shit in the past. He must be the dude who did this, which essentially worked and it put him as away for a very, very long time and mm-hmm. put him on death row as, as one would. Yeah, but as we'll get into in the next episode there are a lot of possible manipulation of evidence that came up and a lot of evidence that was offered up from someone and was not taken into consideration i'll I'll tease it up a little bit a woman came forward and pointed out that her husband may be the man who actually committed the murder (laughs) but the court said no, 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 no. We already got the guy that did it. And she's like, hey, no, but here's his bloody shirt and the hatchet. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. La, 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 la. We already got the person who did it. And she's like, but he's a part of a murderous gang that murdered someone else, too. And hey, like, hey, got the shut guy. up. How about you just stop fucking We're not talking. investigating this anymore. <laughs> God damn it, Susan. And we got I the said, guy. no more. Stop. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Betty. <laughs> We're not the manager. Karen. You shouldn't be yelling at us. Karen, please. Get out of here. But yeah, we'll dive into the manipulation of evidence and everything else in the next episode so if we're doing that remember guys be safe out there when you're doing online dating i mean in my case oh you're done you're you're not joking go ahead (laughs) i wasn't done yet so tldr too long didn't read uh there's a quadruple homicide dude named kevin cooper was uh, convicted for it but he might not have done the shit. Even though he's still a piece of shit human being, he didn't commit a... Oh, he might not have committed honest, a like, There's a lot of... The, like, the other case now you I'm did done. was, like, kind of the same thing. Not, like, the same thing, but, like, they, he didn't do it. 
it's hard to def- the to read between the lines sometimes when it comes to some of the cases uh where like these some because like all the obviously all the prisoners in prison obviously say they don't they had never did it uh but except for the ones that did it it's some 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 say they did it right okay but, but you know not what all I mean. of them some some, some, some are just like did. hey yeah I'll some do this some shit. are like no nah, I never did it so it is hard to read between the lines in some of these cases I'm just saying all right so since he's done uh, just yeah, remember to be agreed. careful online when you're going on dating you know it worked out it worked out for me you know uh, but it might not work out for you and you might get harmed so please just be careful exactly and then for on his part of the yeah, case you might get hey robbing shot lock your houses uh make sure you have a, a good alibi lock your you know, through the dave Chappelle. i don't know if you guys <laughs> ever night. heard of that comedy his comedy set up but he's like he used to go in front of the <laughs> he said he went in front of the window opened the window and he's butt naked screaming i'm dave Chappelle," holding up this, this today's newspaper but uh it's funny he's funny guy moving on so remember you can find us anywhere you get your podcast uh you know, Ooh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Make sure you show the artist. Oh, don't forget about little love. creepy uh, over uh, on YouTube. So, yeah, I gotta put some more videos on there. But check out little creepy. Uh, oh my god, yes. Yeah. Show the Twitter on the social love. medias. Oh <laughs> yeah, Hi. we will yeah, show some love on Twitter. Leave us, some, leave us a, uh, review, a review, guys. Too. Right, it doesn't matter. So we can know how to do better. I'm gonna read every bit. He's like, gonna read. I don't care if it's negative or it's positive. We're gonna soak it all up. We're gonna take it in. We're not gonna get negatively affected by it. We're gonna change for the good. <laughs> He's not gonna get negatively affected by it. <laughs> I make no, no. no I, may, I may come back. With all right. <laughs> are, are, you, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? All right. Bye. Yeah, I'm done. Bye. This podcast is part of the Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network, where inclusivity matters.